Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture, from music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. Today is TV Tuesdays. TV Tuesdays is where I talk about TV-related TV news, TV-related topics, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but before I get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever you can get your podcast. So, without further ado, let's start off with the self-check. How am I feeling right now? I feel very grateful. I feel loved. I feel the the support um, for those who have like listened to my story. So, uh, just a little bit of backstory. On my Instagram, it's my, it's my private Instagram. Um, I posted something that has been. I wasn't sure if I was going to post it because I don't want. Pe- I was afraid of what people would think of me. People think I might be doing it for attention or, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Like I wasn't so sure if it, it was the right move. However, I did it because I wanted to admit to the people who follow me know that I am not completely okay. And I've, I've said it in the past uh, when it comes to uh, the self-check that, like, some days I feel good, some days I... When I say, like, I'm feeling good or okay, it means that I am, like, eh, it's, I'm alright. Like, I'm alive and, you know, I am physically healthy. Uh, I am trying to maintain, taking care of myself, that sort of thing. But in reality, I for some reason, for some... For some reason, I did not have the heart to tell you all that I'm, I wasn't really, like, mentally, I'm not okay. At least, because every single day, I have negative thoughts, and every day, it's like, I wasn't sure how I am going to address it. It's just that I don't want to act like I'm fine and be like... Or if I posted, you know, what I just said, like, you know, it's basically a very personal post. And, and I was afraid that like, oh, you're just doing it for attention. Like, you know, you don't really deserve it. Oh, your, uh, your life isn't that hard. I, I, I feared that. I feared what people might think of me. And I, I did not get into details. But it was true that I did call the suicide prevention hotline because I needed someone to talk to. I did not... I sort of just like, you know what? I I need someone to talk to about my problems. And this was... A, my culture mind has all has also been an outlet for, um, for me to include transparency. And I'm sorry. I do apologize if you feel like... Uh, me venting has been been a lot, but then again, this is this is my show, and this is my way of addressing it. I I still want to talk about pop culture news. Don't get me wrong, and that's why I'm trying to do this every single day. The reason why I'm doing it every single day is because I I do want to have some time and talk about pop culture. I, but also, I want to have that balance between pop culture and. And my personal life, like not into like super super detail, but at least just to 
have an outlet for me to describe how I'm feeling. After I posted, like, just mentioning what I was going through, the the support from people that I don't really talk to as much, and I wish I had. Um, and of course, if I if I do not know who to go to, I will definitely reach out to them. Um, just knowing that people are out there concerned for me and concerned for my happiness, like. Every day, every day I feel like, what would happen if I either commit suicide or die the next day? The first thing is, what would people think of me? But that's the thing, that's what's preventing me from, you know, doing suicide, is the fact that I am thinking about them instead of my well-being. And that is something that I wanted to address, is that even though... Even though suicide is not the answer, but the meaning behind the, you know, preventing suicide is also important. Don't just prevent your suicide because of what your family is going to think or what is your girlfriend or boyfriend going to think or what, what are the people around you would think. And it's, and it's terrible and it's terrible, but Another big reason is you shouldn't just do that because you care about the other people, even though it is important to care about uh, about other people as well. But the main purpose um, of moving on or finding that strength is, is to basically prevent yourself from dying because you have so much to live for. And we need that reminder, not just because my family's going to be sad or my partner's going to be sad. No, no, you need to do this for yourself and for only yourself. And don't be thinking that like my, oh, my family's going to be upset that like if they heard this from me, like, no, you have every right to feel upset. You have every right to feel like shit. You have the right to admit that you are not okay. Now, some families, you know, don't, you know, you know, don't allow that. But with social media and the connectivity that we have now, there are people who are willing to listen. They were they are willing to take your time, take their precious time to make sure that you are okay. Unless they're they're really not if they, if they don't, then they are not a true friend. You know? And, and I don't want to be someone that's like, you know, I'm just using this to address my problems. Like, you know, that's not always the case. Because I do want to have fun too. I do want to talk about pop culture. And, I, and it does bring me joy. Pop culture really helped me out. Really helped me out after like the whole bullshit that we were going through this whole year. Um, but it is important to stay strong for yourself, not for other people, but for yourself. Don't just, you know, commit suicide just so that people would love you or remember you. That's like, once you've, once you commit, you're like, you're, I'm losing my uh, train of thought, but once you finally made that act. And I, I, again, I don't, 
I don't know for sure, like, I don't know, like, how that feeling is, but I picture myself dying every single day, and that's the reason why I never acted on suicide, I never acted on suicide because I just care about people too much that I don't care for myself, and that is, that is self, it, it is selfless, but it's so sad. It's sad that we are not preventing ourselves to kill each uh, kill ourselves because we we are afraid what other people are gonna think, and that is really hard to to admit that. So right now, I I'm gonna say it. I'm saying it right now. I am not okay. I am not okay. I'm not happy with the life I am living right now. But I am gonna continue to show gratitude to the people who reach out to me, and I will do my best to reach out to them. And because we are so caught up with our own lives, that we tend to forget that there are other people who are willing to listen to you and take care of you and be there for you. You know. Even though I'm dressing that I am not okay, I am doing my very best to take care of myself, and that is to keep studying, um, doing the podcast, finding new work, all that stuff. I need to continue doing this because I have so much to live for. There are so much opportunity. The, the whole world is big. Yes, we're in we're in a pandemic right now. But I cannot let that feeling get me down. And the reason why I post that on my Instagram is not necessarily to get attention, but to bring awareness, to bring awareness that this is happening to everyone, to everyone who is dealing with this pandemic. In this pandemic, everyone is going through loneliness, hopelessness, even even if we have we have a new president. Um, that could bring us hope. Corona is still happening, and people are dying, and people lost their jobs. We are losing hope every single day because of this year, and people have gone through this even before the pandemic. But we need to stay strong because there is so much more to life than the life we are living right now. Right now, we need to look forward to the future, and right now, we need to, we need to do our goddamn best. So, yeah, there I said <laughs> I'm not okay, but at least physically, I'm okay. And good thing that I still have my family and my dear friends that are willing to listen to what I have to say. Um, I'm not, I will not butcher them, but I every now and then I'll reach out to them and ask for help. Anyways. <laughs> That's that's a whole... This is going to be a long episode. I apologize. But whatever. <laughs> Anyways, let me, let's get on to some news. Um, so for those who are not uh, familiar with the news, it's either pop culture news or real news. Or what Something that's new. <laughs> that's why it's called news. Um, so 
there has been a new music video that I really wanted to just briefly mention, and it's Taman's idea. So for those who do not know who Taman is, it's T-A-E-M-I-N, Taman. He is from a group called Super M, but he is best well known uh, as uh, as a dancer and singer from the group Shiny, and and he is just such a great performer. He his biggest um, influence is Michael Jackson, and he definitely has influences of Michael Jackson. Just the suave, uh, the choreo, the it's. It just makes me so proud that he is continuously um, doing his uh, solo acts. Like he is a great performer, and I want to see him on stage one day. Taman is just that; he's the guy that would not disappoint whatsoever. He will put one hundred and ten percent to each of his performances, and I think that uh, his music video idea—that's the title. I think this is his best choreo yet. I, I I believe that. I think this is his best choreo so far. It's fast and slow. The way he has like as a dance, uh, I don't consider myself a dancer, but someone who loves to dance or do uh, or does dance covers. His shift from doing slow and fast is so crisp, and the transitions he makes, it's just it's a, it's like a chef's kiss, like <laughs> you know, it, and. And as much as I love Taman, I am wa- waiting for Kai's, um, EXO's Kai, um, for his uh, official solo, his solo career, because he deserves it. I really think so. He is, uh, along with Taman, he and Taman, uh, Taman and Kai, they're like probably like one of the best dancers in the K-pop industry. And it would be a shame to not see his solo act yet because he goddamn deserves it. But don't I don't want to take that from Taman. Taman always puts 110% in his performances, whether if it's his Korean promotions or his Japanese promotions, they are on fire. And this one is, you know, is just as great. It's just as great. He just keeps getting better and better. Anyways, uh, moving on, I've talked about this many, many times, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, they've officially um, uh, released the launch trailer for PS4 and PS5, and I just want to mention some of the things that, again, there are some spoilers in this trailer um, I will discuss, and so the things that I saw were um, uh, Uncle Aaron, uh, the, the the Prowler, we see the Prowler, like, the vibe just seems so cinematic, really, like, this whole thing, it just, it reminds me of, like, the ris- release of a movie, really, a Miles Morales movie, um, we see more of the Tinkerer, um, I did not know, uh, it, that was the name of the, t- the Tinkerer, I thought the Tinkerer is supposed to be, like, some old man, but it seems like, uh, I think it's a female, I believe, I, I, I'm not quite sure, of course, we get to see uh, more of Genki and being aw- like awestruck by Miles' new suit. Um, we do see, uh, we do see more of Rio, um, Miles' mother, um, just speaking Spanish, and also being sort of like I think she's going to be the the Aunt May of of this game, of someone she can go uh, he, Miles can go to for um, not really Spider-Man problems, but basically balancing. Like a double life, really. 
um, and how to basically find that motivation on what's important. I think Rio uh, is going to deliver that. I hope, I hope she doesn't die like Aunt May or like Uncle Aaron as the Prowler. Like, I don't want any of them to die. I don't want any deaths in this. Um, we all get, we also get to see some, a bit of Vulture, I believe. I think I saw some Vulture wings. Rhino as well. Um, but there's something different about them. It seems like there's more of a reddish hue to it. I think they are, they look like they're more controlled, you know. And as we know from, uh, from, uh, from the first 22 minutes of the game, we know that Peter Parker is going to leave and be with MJ on a vacation slash, um, you know, uh, bugle scoop and he's going to be the photographer so you know that's sort of a thing and of course at the end of the trailer we get to see spider cat and or spider-man the cat the cat spider-man <laughs> um that's awesome to see and I, I i really can't wait for this game i i'm so excited um even though the gameplay it even though like i'm i'm excited to see how he fights how he moves i'm just invested in the story I'm just I'm investing in this story. I heard this is going to be an 8 to 12 hour game. And I wonder if the graphics are going to hold up in the PS4. I'm, I, I'm not entirely sure. I think that um, the PS5 is going to have perfect, you know, mwah, like once again, a chef's kiss on the, uh, on the graphics. So yeah, very excited. Um, also, Johnny Depp is going to get a eight-figure salary after being forced to leave Fantastic Beasts 3, but still, there's only, like, one shot, like, you know, one shot on the scene, um, that he, one shot that he stayed for, and I think they're going to maybe keep that. I don't know how involved Grindelwald is going to be in this film. Not every, not every film is going to have Grindelwald. Like the same thing with Voldemort. Voldemort is not in every single film. Um but I think that uh I think that's great so that they have time to come up with like who's going to be the next uh Grindelwald. Now, a lot of people are saying that if Fantastic Beast is Fantastic Beast going to be in trouble? Maybe, you know, I, I think so, but I don't want it to be. I want this movie to be to be released, and I want to see Voldemort versus uh, uh, Voldemort, uh, Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. I want to see that. I don't care who is going to be the actor. I just want the story to be told because it would be a shame to not see this story pull through. You know. As a Harry Potter fan, as as much as how divisive, divisive this fandom is because of the Fantastic Beasts films, I still want to see how the story goes. And then we could judge it later on. Just like Star Wars. <laughs> um, but, man, Johnny Depp getting an eight-figure salary? Wow. <laughs> and lastly, on the news... On Superman and Lois, we see some set um, set photos, and we and Superman, our uh, Tyra Hoechlin, is getting a new suit, and I can tell he. I don't know if it's padding. I don't know if it's padding, but he's got a buffer. <laughs> he, he, I see that his arms are much bigger, and I'm sorry, but like his, like his old suit, like 
it doesn't make him look buff, like, you know, and he's pretty short for a Superman, but still, I think that, um, Tyler Hoechlin, I think he's going to do a great job, and the set photos, when I saw the set photos for, um, Superman and Lois, and when I saw his new suit, uh, uh, and he's wearing his mask, of course, uh, of course, so they are, they are taking precautions, which is good, um, it's just crazy, man, like, it looks a be- it looks like it's a better suit, to be honest, like, and also his arms, his arms look bigger, too, so, I, I hope that we're getting a more, you know, badass Superman, like, I want to see more of a badass Superman, I'm just glad that, that Superman is getting his own show, uh, a Superman and Lois, yes, it's, you know what, you know, call it what we want, because we can't just call it Superman the show, or, you know, there's some legality involved, if it's like Superman and Lois, like, you know, so it's, I think it's just, uh, saving the title for the sake of the movie, you know, that sort of a thing, because they don't want to get confused, like, Superman the show, Superman the movie, you know, it's, they don't want to get, uh, confusion, um, Especially, but I think it's, I think for cartoons is different. Cartoons are different, but for live action, live action shows, they probably have to, uh, change that a bit. Except for The Flash. I mean, The Flash is going to, I don't know. I, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to the main topic of the day. As you can tell by the title, I'll be talking about Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 2, Chapter 10 the passenger and this is going to be a spoiler breakdown i'm going to do a spoiler breakdown and give my overall thoughts on the episode so you've been warned (laughs) anyways um in the beginning of the episode we did see mando and the child on the speeder um and and they were attacked um, essentially i think it's just like tatooine people like just wanting to steal shit, you know, that sort of a thing, so it wasn't a, it was, it was like a petty attack, if, uh, if I should say, um, after Mando basically defeated these people, and, like, I think, I think it was a Jawa, but I don't think, it sounded like a Jawa, I still don't think so, um, stealing, like, the jet pack, oh, not really, uh, they're trying to, Mando's trying to do a trade, Mando wanted the child because the child was taken, so he offered his his jetpack towards like one of the smugglers. And what's funny is that once the guy finally got the jetpack, <laughs> the jetpack like flew up in the air and just hit the floor. And then um, and then uh, <laughs> Mando got his jetpack, which is funny. Anyways, I think. Uh, during the the rest of the episode, or like as the episode goes along, I think we saw Moss Eisley's. I think it's all Moss Eisley's, um, and uh, meeting the uh, I forgot the uh, the character's name, the the woman with the frizzy hair, the mechanic. I I don't remember her name, but anyways, uh, he wanted to get information from her or they. I, I don't know what they're. Uh, I, I don't know what. Uh, uh, that person's pronouns, but still, um, said that there's a job that needs to be done, and that is escorting this passenger, um, 
this frog creature. <laughs> they just address that it's a frog. Um, this giant frog head lady <laughs> needs to uh, needs to be returned back home, and she's carrying like the frog egg, some frog eggs or so, and needed Mando to do like transport. But the the catch is no um, light speed. And that sort of a thing. I, I, I don't know why. I think it's mostly like not to. I don't know. I don't know why they decided like no light speed. But still, anyways. Uh, Mando is still on the search for, uh, for more Mandalorians. Again, I want to see more of Boba Fett. But we need to wait for future episodes. Anyways, while Mando is delivering this person, this passenger, and there's like a communication boundaries because of language, and uh, all of a sudden we see these rebel X-Wings pull toward, they're kind of like cops, they're kind of like cops. It was a comedic, it was very comedic because they're asking like, it's like essentially <laughs> we're asking for your driver's license, uh, your license and registration sort of thing, um, but but they also notice like it's probably like an unregistered vehicle that um that Mando has and then Mando is just saying like oh, may the force be with you and that sort of thing but it, it kind of irks him you can tell it kind of irks him and then as as the questioning kept happening <laughs> Mando just decides to yay <laughs> and just like flies to this ice planet i don't know if it's hot it, it they didn't say it was hot. It's it's just an ice planet, and there's probably like you know a lot of sand planets as, as well, or desert planets. But it was just an ice planet that wasn't been mentioned. So they are trapped in there, trying to escape from the rebels, uh, just to be safe. And then we notice that the child, very hungry, is eating the freaking frog eggs. And I do not know why this child is just hungry. Like, this is... Baby Yoda's cute, or, like, the child's cute, but... But, god damn it. Like, this made me nervous. I'm like, what are we supposed to do? And I, I can tell that people are going to be offended by this, because... It was like, no, the child's supposed to be innocent. He shouldn't be eating. Like, he, he ate a freaking frog, like, last season. No one bat an eye until the eggs. But, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, in, as the episode goes along, in order to communicate with Mando, the frog head person thing, <laughs> I don't know, used, uh, like an old droid from his ship to use it as a communicator, like a translator, which is actually kind of cool. Um, so, yeah. Oh, but anyways, it's funny how the frog understood the, uh, understood Mando, but Mando doesn't understand her or him. I don't know. All I know it's the mother. But still, um, I think this was uh, a good way for them to communicate. And then, over time, when the frog lady, man, mother, just decided to leave the ship and then basically have a bath 
with the eggs. And then, god damn it, the child just saw these eggs and then, and then just essentially eat this, this, the hatch spider thing. And it was so, people think it was cute, but the child's eating a baby. And then, because of this child, it's like, it, it reminds me of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets when Aragog just decided to send all these spiders. But this is worse. This is much worse. Aragog didn't even move. Aragog's blind. But we saw that giant spider. This is like a huge, huge, giant, spy, like white spider. And just like... Like, this creature and the little spiders, and but still big. <laughs> they, I swear, it, it, was, it went from, like, very funny to essentially a horror film. So, <laughs> and after trying to escape, then the re- rebels came in. And I did not know this. Uh, the rebels, like, there, there are two X-Wing, uh, X-Wing pilots. Uh, I don't know who the other actor is, but one, I, I can't believe I didn't notice it. This, one of them was Dave Filoni, and Dave Filoni, of course he wanted to be an X-Wing pilot. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't be an X-Wing, uh, X-Wing pilot? So, of course he did that for himself. So, yeah. And essentially, um, all of them survived, and they escaped to continue on the journey for the frog thing frog person um to <laughs> return back to uh, to its home planet now do i like this over the first episode no i mean like it's a good episode I, uh, chapter 10 has been a good episode but i think the first one really sets the tone for what's to come um essentially because mando is trying to find other mandalorians and then we saw boba fett um I, I'm at least we're assuming that's Boba Fett, but a goddamn crate dragon and also Timothy Dalton as well. It it was such a good episode that this one was it was a good episode, but I, I feel like it's a filler episode. Really, it, it does feel like filler, but oh well. It was just another way of like oh this is like be a mini horror film episode sort of thing. But yeah, I would say. Episode 1 of this of Season 2 has been my favorite so far, but hopefully we get better episodes as the story progresses and meet new characters, of course. Anyways, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow or whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot, and it really helps a lot. And until next time, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye. <laughs>